Dear students, wherever you go, whatever you do, knowledge is right here for you. AP State Council of Higher Education created podcasts for easy and quick access to innovative learning. They aim to reinforce fundamental concepts. These engrossing podcasts will enable independent learning and enrich your knowledge and skills. Come, listen, learn and lead the world. Dear students, welcome to this podcast on nutrition in protozoans. This podcast is brought to you by Dr. I.S. Chakrapani, lecturer in zoology, PRR and VS Government College, Vidavalor. What is nutrition? It is one of the major metabolic activities exhibited by all living beings. You know that Nutrition is a physiological activity in which organisms make or obtain from the environment their food material. And this food material is essential for life not only to supply the energy but also for tissue repair and growth. The process by which organisms take in food, digest it and assimilate is called nutrition and this is the definition you know. And what about nutrition in protozoans? Protozoans are special in that they are single-celled animals. What all the metabolic activities exhibited by higher organisms are performed by that single cell. Nutrition is not an exception and there are primarily five modes of nutrition in protozoans. One is holozoic nutrition. Second, holophytic or autotrophic nutrition. Third, saprophytic nutrition. Fourth, parasitic nutrition. And the last one, mixotrophic nutrition. So, you know that there are uh, 
five modes of nutrition in protozoans the first one being holozoic nutrition holozoic nutrition is otherwise called zootrophic nutrition or heterotrophic nutrition in this mode solid food particles are ingested and digested many of the higher animals obtain their nourishment by this method and it is not astonishing that protozoans though single celled they are very much able to perform all the metabolic activities that are observed in higher animals so in this method animal depends on ready made food which is in solid form and this solid particle may be a diatom a rotifer a crustacean or a microorganism or even other protozoan so this method involves basically three steps food capture and ingestion digestion and assimilation let's consider food capture first the methods of food capture differ among various protozoans the locomotory organelles which you know like pseudopodia flagella and cilia play a very important role in uh, food capture of course there may be specialized structures in addition to these locomotory organelles to play an important role in food capture so in sarcodyna exemplified by amoeba mouth is totally absent so the food can be ingested at any point of the body surface as such we can observe four types of food ingestion methods in amoeba one is by import one is by circumfluence one is by circumvallation and the last invasination so import circumfluence circumvallation and invasination import means the food is taken into the body upon contact with very little movement on the part of the animal so animal doesn't move swiftly but the food material is taken in so for example an algal filament can be imported into the body of an amoeba right circumfluence means the cytoplasm of the body flows around the prey to engulf it the prey is usually immobile one in this case so for example bacteria can be taken into amoeba by this method circumvallation means circumvallation 
means a method employed when the prey is very active the pseudopodia flow down from the body which surround the prey and engulf it this results in the form of formation of a food vacuole the food vacuole contains a lot of water and prey and the fourth one is invasination say a protozoan animal touches a food particle the ectoplasm shrinks and invasinates into endoplasm forming a food tube the food particle with a drop of water flows into the tube and the ectoplasm heals up behind it so this is invasination among the sarcodines radiolarian and heliozoans capture food with their axopodia which are retracted along with the prey into the cytoplasm you have studied elfidium living organisms adhere to the reticulopodia of elfidium they are paralyzed and then ingested in reticulum outside the shell so these are the four methods of food capture in sarcodines what are they import circumfluence circumvallation and invasination in mastigophorans say you know the example of euglena there is a cytostome a cellular mouth this cytostome opens into the endoplasm by means of a tubular cytopharynx and by the lashing movements of cilia the food particles are directed into the cytostome consequently food vacuoles are formed in the cytoplasm and process of uh, digestion is initiated in ciliates you know the examples of paramecium and verticella there are many types of cytostomes and associated structures food capture is of two types in ciliates in some ciliates the cytostome remains permanently open as in the case of paramecium so it's a continuous feeder the food particles are small in size that pass through the cytostome and goes into the endoplasm in another kind the cytostome remains closed so for example didinium the cytostome opens only when there is a prey available and whenever there is a prey cytostome is opened and then the process continues in raptorial ciliates like porodon a circlet of trichates 
surround the cytostome and the cytostome leads into cytopharynx the cytopharynx is ciliated and it creates water current and allows to come food particles with water in addition trichosis of paramecium and myonin of verticella also help in ingestion of food material so the method of food capture and ingestion basically depends on the type of locomotory organelles in protozoans and as we have observed certain special structures like trichosis myonemes cytostomes they assist in food capture and ingestion now let us consider digestion and assimilation by now we know that holozoic nutrition involves ingestion of solid food material and the method of ingestion is variable in different protozoan animals be it import or circumfluence or circumvallation or invasination or the methods observed in ciliates or flagellates the end result is formation of a food vacuole and what does this food vacuole contain the ingested food particles surrounded by some amount of water the quantity of water in a food vacuole is variable the food vacuoles finally reach the endoplasm and once again the methods are different in amoeba the vacuoles are carried about by the moving endoplasm in ciliates the fluid endoplasm shows streaming movement called cyclosis in verticella food vacuoles are formed one by one at the end of cytopharynx they migrate throughout the cytoplasm the aged vacuoles disintegrate at the base of cytopharynx and then to outside what happens inside the food vacuole the motile or active prey loses its movement and finally dies food vacuole contains acid alkali and a number of digestive enzymes poured into it by surrounding endoplasm and digestion takes place in two phases acidic phase and alkaline phase in the acidic phase the active prey loses its movement it dies and this acidic phase may continue for about 4 to 60 minutes in the alkaline phase the enzymes like amylase proteinase number of peptidases 
digest food material and this alkaline phase may continue for several hours enzymes like cellulase lipase are also absorbed in food vacuoles this shows that whatever may be the structural complexity of a living being the metabolic functions are essentially universally one and the same now the digested food is supplied to every part of the body by diffusion once again the transfer of digested food material from the vacuole into the cytoplasm is variable in some animals it may be by simple diffusion in some other animals the process may be more complex which involves pinocytic vesicles smaller vesicles formed around the food vacuole these pinocytic vesicles gradually disintegrate into the cytoplasm liberate the nourished content now the second mode holophytic nutrition as the name indicates this is plant like nutrition this is phototrophic you know that green plants with the help of chlorophyll fix atmospheric carbon dioxide to form carbohydrate and generate oxygen in the same way certain chlorophyll containing protozoans like euglena exhibit this mode of nutrition they perform photosynthesis and the resultant starch is paraglycosan the amyloid substances resulting from holophytic nutrition are stored in chromatophores the most common reserve carbohydrate is amylum in certain other animals it is paramylum and another variation in certain protozoans like paramecium bursalia stentopolymorphus there are symbiotic green algae living inside their cytoplasm and perform holophytic nutrition now the third method saprozoic or saprophytic nutrition this is also called osmotrophy and this mode is prevalent in various parasitic protozoans 
and a number of free living colorless flagellates they don't have any specialized organelles for ingestion but they obtain nourishment by diffusion through the body surface the organic food materials dissolved in the surrounding water are absorbed by the entire body surface in saprophytic mode in some parasitic protozoans like balantidium coli entamoeba histolytica holozoic nutrition is absorbed but they absorb digested food or disintegrated tissues of the host through their body surface that means they exhibit saprophytic nutrition and another variant of this mode is absorbed in ceracium a marine dinoflagellate there is a complicated system of vacuoles called pustules and these pustules are uh, example of special organelles employed for saprophytic nutrition since they are filled with decomposed organic matter now the fourth one is parasitic nutrition several protozoa of all classes live as parasites the class porozoa as you know it is entirely consisting of parasitic protozoans these parasitic forms obtain food in two ways one either they rob the food of the host two they feed upon the living tissues of the host the first one is a category of food robbers and the second one is a category of pathogenic forms food robbers are essentially endocommensals they feed upon the raw material or digested food of the host and they do not harm the host at all in any way say for example balantidium and nyctotheres ingest solid food particles in the holozoic manner and forms like opalina and gregarina absorb liquid food by diffusion through the general body surface so there is a variation that can be absorbed in the food robbers category and now pathogenic forms pathogenic protozoans feed upon the living substance of the host body about 26 different species of parasitic protozoans are known to live in man some are non pathogenic but others cause dreadful diseases like malaria dysentery sleeping sickness so on and so forth they may feed either holozoically by taking solid food or saprozoically on liquid food by endosmosis so entamoeba is an example for pathogenic protozoan taking solid food 
plasmodium is an example for pathogenic protozoan taking liquid food The fifth mode of nutrition is mixotrophic nutrition. Depending upon the environmental conditions, several protozoans can feed by more than one method at the same time or at different times. That's why the term mixotrophic or mesotrophic is applied to this mixed type of nutrition. Say so for example, Paranema is a saprophytic form but it is observed to nourish itself by holozoic mode likewise euglena gracilis can lose its green coloration when put in dock or in a rich organic liquid medium that means it is capable to carry on both holophytic and saprozoic nutrition and another variant is coprozoic nutrition many free living protozoans feed upon the fecal matter of other organisms and these are termed coprozoic so for example rhynchomonas nasuta cercomonas longicarda dimastigamiba gruberi all these are examples for coprozoic nutrition by now we know that there are five different modes of nutrition in protozoans one is holozoic holophytic saprophytic parasitic and mixotrophic modes and now let us consider about the reserve food material stored in different protozoan animals say by the anabolic activity of organism growth results increase in volume results and anabolic activity results in the formation of reserve food material and the reserve food material we come across in protozoans includes a wide variety glycosan paraglycosan certain crystalline substances these are used during scarcity of food material or for growth or for reproduction the anabolic product of holophytic nutrition includes starch paramyelum oil and fats the paramyelum bodies of various sizes among different species are observed but any given species 
they are similar in size and form and these paramyelin bodies are insoluble in boiling water but they are soluble in concentrated acids like sulfuric acid then fat occurs widely in protozoa as globules in sarcodina and ciliata each species shows morphological characteristic in having the fat material volutin occurs in every protozoan except ciliophorans volutin appears appears to be a free nucleic acid and is a special rhizome material for the nuclear substance during strong periods of growth nourishment and multiplication spirillum one protozoan animal increases its volutin content like this a number of reserve food material is absorbed in the cytoplasm of different protozoan animals so to sum up nutrition is a metabolic activity in which organisms nourish themselves in protozoans we find five modes of nutrition holozoic holophytic saprophytic parasitic and mixotrophic modes and food vacuole is an integral part of the digestion mechanism nutrition mechanism of uh, protozoans and the reserve food material includes various types of carbohydrates proteins oils and fats and certain special substances like volutin thank you